Welcome to the Posters in Every Direction podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Mike. And I'm Erica. And on this show, we discuss concert posters, music with a heavy emphasis on the Dave Matthews Band, artists, and the community of poster and merch collecting. So whether you are new to this hobby or a seasoned professional, we invite you to come and relax now and join us in the space between music and art. This is episode 11 of the Posters in Every Direction podcast, entitled, My Yellow Flame, She Dances. Yeah, today's episode, we are going to do an artist intro or a mini artist intro. Yeah. And then we're going to review the first piece that we ever got from this artist. And today we're going to be talking about our dear, dear, amazing artist, James Flames. The man, the myth, the legend, (laughs) James Flames. That's right. And so we were thinking about this, um, what to do, what to talk about. It's really hard for us to pick one particular piece, I think, from James Flames, but we thought, let's start at the beginning. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. The beginning, let's pick out our first The first ever, ever James Flames poster. For us. For right? us. It wasn't necessarily his first piece. This was piece. the first piece that we acquired yep. and used that as sort of a springboard to talk about Absolutely. the artist and, and the piece. That's right. And and then this one is really special for us. Um I think in some of the other episodes we talk about oftentimes how the posters tie us to experiences and the events and and the things that we cumulatively have, you know, time together. And this one is, I think, probably one of my most significant and emotionally special pieces that we have of his. Yep. And we'll get into that. But first, I wanted Mike to go through a little artist bio on James Flames and give us a little background on who he is. Um, so go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I was trying to get some information to, to give you all the listeners um, some factual biography information <laughs> about James Flames. Um, first of all, I want to let you know that um, you can find James Flames posters on Etsy.com. Mm-hmm. Um, his work is incredible. It spans... Uh, for me, an uncountable number of artists. Literally, I haven't been able to count them up. But I mean, we're talking about obviously the Dave Matthews Band. Mm-hmm. Some of our focus here. Uh, he's done work for Fish, um, Billy Strings, Widespread Panic, Widespread Panic, Three Eleven, Three Eleven, Goose, Tedeschi Trucks Band. Uh-huh. There might have been a recent purchase of ours. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Future future episode. One one of the issues when we do deep dive and research, we find things that are available. Um, James, we may, if you're listening, we may have just made a purchase from your website. Yeah. We're super excited for it. Mike and I, though, have a little, uh, oops, I accidentally on purpose purchased a poster. And, and it generally works out really well for us. But It does. Um, but again, not to get too off track here, check out James Flames posters uh, on the Etsy shop. Mm-hmm. Things pop in and out of there, guys. I will tell you, I've, I found a gem one time. I think Erica found one one time. We just found one this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can pick up works later that are artist edition or whatnot. That one actually, I, it's purchased directly from his website, not through Etsy. Oh, okay. So Etsy obviously is you know a, a place to purchase artwork for sure. And I have um, done some Etsy purchases. But um, if you kind of primarily hawk on James Flames' website, Mike will tell you what it is. So that's www.jamesflames.com. Very easy. 
And he'll actually, one of the other things I want to recommend, side note, is sign up for his newsletter. James, uh, last year, I think, migrated a lot of his communications from social media. Mm-hmm. And now it's primarily through this email um, communication tool. And it's really cool the way that he does it. And maybe we'll talk a little bit about that later. But Yeah, and let me go ahead and get you some get facts and, and details about the man himself. We, we don't... We don't appreciate this man at all <laughs> no i mean it's it's really i think we've become um super fans would be the way to describe so, us for sure um the best information that i found uh in sort of a concise statement online was through the rock poster society so i just wanted to give them credit uh at uh, trps.org check them out too if you're into rock posters uh gig posters whatnot I'm just going to read from that bio because I think it's excellent. James Flames is a storyteller and he uses illustration and printmaking to share tales of discovery and exploration one image at a time. From his illustrations, he creates limited edition screen prints, which he hand pulls and they go out into the world as official rock posters, licensed movie posters, gallery pieces, and private releases. Mm -hmm. James honed his skills in his hometown of Brooklyn, New York, before moving to the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains of Asheville, North Carolina, where he currently works and resides. He creates rock posters for some of today's biggest touring bands and musicians, including Dave Matthews Band, Foo Fighters, Billy Joel, Fish, Dead & Company, Eric Church, and many more. His artwork has also been featured in galleries all over the world, as well as officially licensed movie posters, album covers, beer bottle labels, magazine, comic books, You get the idea. (laughs) He creates everything by hand in his studio, tucked away in the woods. What 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 a incredible bio that uh, the Rock Poster Society wrote up on him. That just draws imagery to some of like what I get out of when Mm -hmm. I look at his pieces. This this sort of like they say, you know, studio tucked away in the woods, natural environment, very honest, very Mm -hmm. real. um, Seems seemingly kind of like basic necessity type thing and. Mm-hmm. Um, what I get out of when I look at a lot of his different, his different works. Yeah. Um, the other thing I would, I would note is that there are some other things you can read about James online. Mm-hmm. There was a great article, um, through an Asheville, um, publication that I took a glance at and not to go into that too deep, but I mean, he talks a little bit about his early years and how his mom kind of journaled about him growing up mm-hmm. and starting, I think he said it about, um, 18 months old, he started drawing like every day and his mom actually journaled about it a little bit. Um, so truly, you know, born into this world as an artist, I think he comes from artist roots. Um, and he just has a very, very unique style about what he does that I think we'll get into talking about here in a minute, but I'm going to let Erica kind of segue into the next, the next section. So talking about his North Carolina roots, uh, Mike and I went back and looked, and we believe that his first Dave Matthews Band poster was the 2013 show in Charlotte, North Carolina. And what I love about the band and, and whoever their um, team is who who manages all the posters, a lot of times they will grab local artists for the, for the location for that venue-specific poster. So... Um, we think that that was the first one back in 2013 for Charlotte, North Carolina. I think according to Espresso Beans. Yeah, and I think he's done overall, if you take 
Dave Matthews Band and Dave Matthews, and Tim Reynolds. Tim. I think he's done about 22 posters for wow. them. Wow. Which is an incredible amount. Um, In about 10 years. That's right. It's It looks like his first piece, the one that you were talking about from Charlotte, mm-hmm. was 2013. Yeah. Um, and so it would have been about now summer tour 2013. That's right. And it makes sense when you, when you talk mm-hmm. about it the way you do that he's residing in sort of the Western part of yep. North Carolina, yeah. Charlotte residing not far in, from, not far from Asheville, Charlotte. If you look at the, yeah, that's Mecklenburg County. It's out West. It borders South Carolina and then not mm-hmm. too far from Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was his first piece that he did right. for the band, James Slaves for the Dave Matthews band. Was the uh, July twenty fourth, twenty thirteen? Oh wow, that's literally like tomorrow's date. Right, right. So wow. we're right, we're right, cool. right, right now. We're in the sweet spot of James Flames. James's postering. ten year ten year poster anniversary is coming up tomorrow for the band. For the band. So yeah, look, it's very we, cool. We knew that before right. this moment. That was part of the plan. <laughs> wink, wink, nod, nod. Um, well, so as Mike had mentioned, you know, we talk a little bit about poster acquisition and how we got this poster. And if you're listening out there. And you're a human being, uh, you, you will re- remember the pandemic. Um, Mike and I had gotten tickets for the summer 2020 Dave Matthews Band tour. And it was our first time getting actual pit tickets from the warehouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had put in for the lottery. We got these pit tickets. Uh, we had been selected. And boom, you know, March hits, pandemic, 2020 tour canceled. Right. Right, there was no there was no Dave Matthews Band shows after March of 2020. Right, and we you know had gotten a notice from the warehouse, and it was something to the extent of, you know, do you want to hold on to these tickets for the next show, or do you want your money back? And I, I think you might even said this on one of the previous podcasts. Yes, that you know, it, well, either either the world is ending and these tickets are meaningless, or it's going to come back and we're going to want those tickets. That's right. And so we held on to them and. The first show back po- post. I'm gonna. I'm air quoting like you can see what I'm doing. That's okay. You're you're using I'm the using right. I'm using right. <laughs> Thanks. Um, uh, the first show post pandemic when things were coming back was July 23rd. Today's July 23rd. 2021. 2021. That's right. So this is exactly two, two years, years ago. For, yeah. Or today's wow. two years later from that event. Again, we, also we, totally planned that one out. We totally planned that. That was not by happenstance <laughs> at all. But this is sort of the way the universe can align when when you're, you know, talking about these things in sort of a you know karma type right. way. This... I think we share memories about this time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, Raleigh happened to be uh, not on the agenda this year. The shows were instead shifted to Wilmington. Mm-hmm. They were early in the tour in May. Yep. Typically, the Raleigh. Uh, Walnut Creek show is around this time, July 20th, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, or in the years where they haven't hit Raleigh, they've often gone to Charlotte. And again, if you go back to the history, (laughs) James Flame's first poster that he did for Dave Matthews was that Charlotte uh, 10 years ago. July 24th. Right? That's right. Now, fast forward to July 23rd, 2021, 2021. as Erica said, yeah. first show back from the pandemic. It was the first show they played. It was the first show the band had played. And Mike and I had pit tickets. We had pit tickets. We got to the venue a little bit a late. Little Traffic late. was bad. I yeah. think we had a, a babysitter, babysitter issue, things. maybe. Um, in any event, 
we we got there yeah. well after gates had opened, but well before the band came on. Oh yeah, absolutely. And we had some friends um, that we had known that were going to be there coming in from out of town, and you know we went immediately, came right in merch booth, and they were sold out. Sold out of the poster. poster. Yeah. And so um, our our buddy Brett. And Brett is a friend of a friend who we've known for over a decade as well, even longer than that. Yep. Um, Shout out to Brett and Nikki. And Nikki, that's <clears throat> right. And so Brett had texted Mike and was like, hey man, I'm on the other side. We were trying to meet up with them. And he's like, they've got posters. Do you want me to grab you one? And Mike was like, absolutely. So Brett gets the... Uh, Brett's my OG poster buddy. He is your OG poster like, buddy. If there's a designation of the OG, yeah. that's, that's Brett. He and I try to help each other out when we're... Yep. At different shows. He was just at Camden for nights mm-hmm. one and night two and yep. and offered up, was was generous. And yeah. I just had to pass because we've got to be really selective <laughs> given wall space. Yep. Uh, but yes. in any event, this was just a, a fortuitous kind of thing where we, yeah. we were at a show. We're, we're at a home venue. Mm-hmm. First show back on the tour post-pandemic. Yeah. We're seeing friends we haven't seen in years at that point in person. In person. Everybody's hugging. It's exciting. Right. Uh, poster found and acquired. Yep. And I don't even know that I had seen it at that point in person. I had seen a picture, yeah. but it was in the tube, and yep. we I held on to that tube in my hand for the whole show. all all night yeah. through the through the show in the pit. And it was amazing. I remember. I mean, and this is what you talk about your experience tied to the poster. Yes. And so I see this poster, and it's not just a beautiful James Flames poster that we'll get into details on, but I see this, and I. Feel physically can feel what we experienced that night. Yep. I, I mean, I'm going to, like, I don't want to cry about it, but mm-hmm. I remember the first few notes, they opened with number 41 it's Erica's at the favorite show, song. my favorite song. They opened with number 41, and I feel like, I think my tears just started to flow. Yeah. And I wasn't sad. It wasn't, it was like my body had not felt the energy, the the musical vibrations, the energy with other human beings in a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, like, does it get any better than this moment right now? And we were in the pit, and then we had some really sweet people who, we were, like, maybe a few people back, like, I would say four or five back. And if you know me in real life, I am a small person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not even five feet tall, Generally, you're five feet. We call it five feet. I'm not, <laughs> according to according to medical professionals, I am not. Um, maybe on a good hair day, but you know, I oftentimes kind of get a little worried when I'm in a pit situation. Claustrophobic, kind of claustrophobic. Yeah. I'm low to the lower to the ground. The air is not as as uh, as fresh in that space. And um, generally, there's also tall people who can't help themselves by being tall. But there's always the tall person that stands in front of me and. Um, that evening we had some really beautiful human beings that over maybe a song or two let me come up and I was on the rail Yeah, for a song or two. Mike stood behind me because good views still from behind. And uh... <laughs> Yeah, I can see over your head. Yeah. It's not a problem. Um, but I think that's a great example too, just to take a side note here of um, the, the fantastic nature, generally speaking, of mm-hmm. fans at Dave Matthews yeah. shows, of fans in the, in pit, the pit even. Mm-hmm. Um, who are generous, who are considerate, who share space, who try to help others. That's the majority. That's the majority. There was an event this weekend. If you're listening to this podcast, Mm -hmm. chances are you probably follow the band and you saw some of the news that came out of uh, Camden, New Jersey, night one, one, when there was unfortunately an incident that 
Dave Matthews himself had to sort yeah. of stop and point somebody out in the pit mm-hmm. and and motion security and say a whole bunch of things. But anyway, um, yeah. there was a fan removed apparently for bad behavior. Yeah. I don't know all the details, but you know it's getting a lot of press and attention, which things like that tend to do because, it is, because it's it's, it's, it's juicy, it's interesting, but it's, it's unusual. also unusual. But in a in a way that is, you know, I would say most of the time. And again, I've said this multiple times. I meet Dave fans on the internet and then I go to strange places and I meet them in person and 99.99999% actually a hundred percent of the people that I've met on the internet and met in real life are incredible human beings that I absolutely adore and love. Um, And I just wanted to say that to encourage people out there who might be feeling a little like bad taste in their mouth from that incident concerned about going forward just to say for every one of those you hear you probably there's 10 20 20, 30 that's right positive stories of people like erica you know somebody saying hey come on up here to the rail and see because you're a little bit shorter and you couldn't see from where you were um and that happened like like we said at that july 23rd 2021 but to me this poster and that show are are some of the most prevalent and positive memories that i have in years and years and years we've gone to lots of shows yeah and i've had wonderful memories and experiences at all those shows but this one is is so special and i think be, just because again first show back the band the energy of the band was like i've never it was electric yeah i, I mean it makes sense in retrospect sure. that they were super excited and happy to be to back, back. But man, did it show. It did. And, and I think if you listen to some of their stuff from like 2018, like before mm-hmm. pandemic, yeah. you know, I think there were moments where the band probably sounded a little bit, you know, worn out, a little bit tired because they'd been touring for so long consecutively. Yeah. Um, and what a refreshing kind of yeah. sound it was to hear mm-hmm. them back post pandemic yeah. and just like... Yeah exuberant to be there. Well, and I think that's a good place for us to to turn and actually do a dive into this piece because of the connectivity in the community. Now, one of the things we talked about is James Flame's artwork oftentimes has some reoccurring imagery in it. Reoccurring imagery of keys. This is for Dave Matthews band. Again, we, we know he's got a huge collection of other band posters, but for us and our, um, uh, review here. This is mm-hmm. primarily about Dave Matthews band posters by James. I will say that some of these themes I think do carry over to they his, do. number one, his work in general yes. and, and then the prints mm-hmm. that become pieces for other bands. Yep. I'm not sure that all of them do. Like the keys is a good point. That's yeah. something we maybe want to chase down and see is that show up a whole lot in other bands mm-hmm. posters. But um, yeah, go ahead with, with yeah. some of the so recurring the recurring imagery of keys of guitars or musical instruments, mm-hmm. um, specifically guitars, I know, and um, these these connection couples. That's another one. So, you know, having um, two people. Yeah, there's usually generally a, a, male a male and a female. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one in particular, and Mike and I were trying to go back and look at other James Flames, Dave Matthews band posters. This one has the most people. Yeah, I, I think we for think. the for the posters that James has done for the Dave Matthews mm-hmm. band, yep. usually mm-hmm. there's two. one or two people 
that are kind of the central. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's no people. There's a great yeah. one with a bunch of foxes, and we can talk about that <laughs> in a future episode. Yeah. Um, but generally, there's there's one and two. Yeah. Often it's a male and female character, almost like looking like a yeah. a young happy go lucky couple. Now the the one that he did that was like the drive was it a drive in one that had all the people on their rooftops yeah. and connecting them through if you take account of that that might be there might be about, about eight or ten in mm -hmm. there. Um so that might that might yeah. rival this one. Right. But at least like but, front and center instead of two people right. this one, the Raleigh piece from They're all together. But that's the other together. that's the other point of that I'm trying to make is that you know, that one, the drive-in one, it's, you, do you remember the old game where you take the can with the string and it was, you know, the telephone yeah. that you could like string up? That, that's what that reminds me of because that's still a pandemic poster that yes. was during it, 2020. Yeah, it was from the drive-in series mm -hmm. that we talked briefly about on yep. a prior episode. I think we want to do a do deep dive into drive -in the drive-in series. Yeah. But, but this one, they're all lined up next to each other. Yeah, the Raleigh poster in Raleigh from from Walnut Creek. They're twenty twenty one. They're there's, together. They're there's joyful. ten people. Yeah, ten. They're people. singing together. There's there's two musicians uh, playing guitar. There's uh, women with flowers in their hair. There's reaching for these stars. They're they're up in these almost like a well. They're they're hanging on a bridge. Um, yeah, and it looks to me like the bridge looks like kind of like a an overpass you might see on like. You know, I forty or something like Maybe, that. Maybe, but also I'm. You know, again, as we sit and we look at these, I see more things. You see the keyhole. Yep, I know. I don't no think I've hole. ever noticed that. Yeah. So there's a there's a pair of keys um, that are being held. There's also a dog, which I just love that he brings in. You know, our furry family pets. Um, but you know, Raleigh is the city of oaks, and honestly, a lot of the posters oftentimes have tree imagery. Um, so they're up in these trees. They're also sort of in this cloud with this moon. And the other thing I just noticed is you see the moon mm -hmm. sitting. Do you know the Noblesville image that just came out? It's very similar that the tip of the moon is coming out of that water where she's under the, That's right, the, where the, she pulls up, pulls sort, up of sort of the grass. grass. So, you know, another reoccurring moon theme, but you know, we look at this and, and there's so much joy. Yeah. It's that's... very whimsical. Whenever I think of James's work, I think of like a whimsical style. Um, there's a lot of line and pencil work and detail in the the trees, the leaves of the trees, the hair, the the way that the clothing is draped. Um, and everything's very, you know, minimalist in the way that these characters kind of exist. There's not, you know, fancy or flashy clothing. Mm -hmm. This is sort of basic garb that they're there yeah. and, and enjoying. You see some folks with flip-flops, mm -hmm. some folks with sort of a Birkenstock. Barefoot. Most of them are bare feet yeah. and fancy free. Mm -hmm. um, as Erica <laughs> said, they are sitting up in this kind of bridge between a couple of oak trees um i think that's emblematic of raleigh mm -hmm. i think you know they're sort of above the clouds with the moon you know creeping out right it's that... definitely like a golden hour coloring to them like they're the the images of the people mm -hmm. are kind of washed in this golden light yeah so it's kind of just as the sun's going down and the moon's mm -hmm. coming up which yeah. is usually when the band takes the stage and we're all getting yeah. ready for a show that's and right. you know to see these people grouped together in just such, you know, joy mm -hmm. and uh, kind of wonderment, you know, it's, it's, it's reminds me of yeah. that feeling that you get when you're about to see your friends 
make new friends uh, and kind of crowd in together and get ready to oh, see your yeah. favorite band take the stage. Absolutely. Also, I'll point out they're they're all reaching for or holding these stars mm. that even though the print that we have is the regular show edition, it's mm-hmm. not foil. The inks um, and the mm-hmm. style that James chose here really yeah. make these stars pop and kind of illuminate. They're really, they are really bright. And they remind me of what you hold up at the end of the show. <laughs> now your, your phone in that digital way um, mm. used to be lighters in oh, the I flame yeah. for the band to come out for the encore. So it's mm-hmm. a little bit of just like, you know, reaching for the stars. So that's a, that's a note of positivity. Absolutely. But also this sort of like, Hey, we're holding this light in our hand in a way to say thank you to the, and welcome back to the band for the encore. I love that. that, That's a great explanation because it is, it's like as they're reaching and searching, you've got this couple right in the center that's, that's captured this star Yeah, and the way that they're looking at one another and the way that the star is just glowing. Uh, it, and they're the two couples that hold the keys. That's right. That's right. They're they're holding the keys. And again, there's if you're looking at a James Slames poster, one of those Easter eggs that mm-hmm. the we like to look for uh, that you can often find is to take a look for these. And they're kind of I'll call them old timey keys. Oh, yeah. They're antique type keys. These are these. Well, they call them the skeleton, skeleton key. Yeah, skeleton mm-hmm. key that you don't see very often anymore. But there's usually a couple of them on like a little chain or whatnot, mm-hmm. or somewhere in the piece. And then if it is, chances are there's also a keyhole. So it's almost like going on a little adventure when you're walking through a James Flames piece. Mm-hmm. I get that sense of adventure. I get that sense of storytelling. Yeah. Um, the characters that he does of, you know, the human form, they are uh, an animated or comic book type look to me yeah. um, in a way that I find very interesting that like you see it or I see it. And immediately, I know that's James Flames. Yeah, he has very he has a very recognizable aesthetic as an artist. Yeah, and it's a positive, um, bright, hopeful look on the faces yep. of these characters. Mm-hmm. The way that I would compare it, you know, being a lifelong kind of comic book nerd myself, is that when you see uh, Peter Parker, right, or um, Clark Kent, or Superman in the sort of bright lights of New York or mm-hmm. Metropolis. Mm-hmm. Contrast that against seeing like Batman or the Punisher or Daredevil very. that have a very dark, gritty yeah. look. This, this is this is the former, right? Mm-hmm. This is the bright, hopeful, yeah. upbeat look of Peter Parker or Clark Kent yep. um, in the way that James draws it. And it's like this pretty consistently, which is the... If I had to pick one thing that I love most about James Slame's work is that they are beautiful in the most optimistic, mm-hmm. hopeful positive upbeat way you see these posters if you're like me and you just stand back and you smile right if you're having a bad day (laughs) take a look at a james flames poster Mm. and i would challenge you to not feel a little bit better i think his work is incredibly genius in that it draws that emotion out for me every single time well as art should do Art should elicit some sort of emotional response from us. I mean, that's the that's the beauty of art. Yes. Good or bad, right? Um, you see something and immediately, for us, if it's a James Flames, it, it's coming home. <laughs> yes. I, I, yeah. Gen- generally speaking, if we can acquire it at a reasonable way, you know, whether it's from the show, whether it's through the artist uh, proof, which is awesome, 
Um, you know, James does an incredible, you know, artist proof program or whatever it's called, you know, where he posts them and, but they're gone in like seconds. Yeah. This was a hot topic of discussion around the Deer Creek night. Mm -hmm. One. One. Night one. Yeah. Night one was flames. Night two was Mazda. Okay. So yeah. yeah, And we talked a little bit about this prior is that there was a very quick sellout of the Deer Creek. As I understand it, we have a good friend, Tim, shout Mm -hmm. out to Tim, um, who goes to Deer Creek and, and, Steph yep. as well. Shout out to Steph. Uh, we understand that Deer Creek is a place that's pretty tough to acquire posters. Yeah. Just because you've got such a volume of people that are super fans and poster collectors yep. against a small run. Yeah. Most of these pieces are smaller runs. Um, we should probably talk about the Raleigh edition that we have mm-hmm. is number 80 out of 700. So they only made 700 of these for the show. The regular edition. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm, I'm not sure they count that they had at Deer Creek. But in any event, when they did the artist drop, it mm-hmm. was milliseconds when they sold out um and that unfortunately is just kind of what happens but i will say what's nice is that later on you know things become available through fan network so if you're after that piece don't don't lose hope um but as erica said when we see a flames (laughs) uh james flames piece chances are we're going to look to acquire it i just want to note how somewhat short of a time period that's been i mean that our first our first piece was two years ago, and now we've come a long way. And I think in <laughs> what we've acquired, what we hold in our personal collection, we we may or may not have a particular wall in our home that we call the Wall of Flames. That's relatively new. <laughs> if you follow us on social media, you'll see that Mike and I rearranged some of our posters you know what happens when you acquire them from the shows we had been to a few shows Mm -hmm. we had a few poster buddies who got us some ones from the shows that they were at um you know specifically again same thing it's it's the artist that we love that we collect um or an image that we were just blown away by but um you know we did create this wall of wall of flames um we also have a wall of danger and uh, <laughs> and a room of saying. A room of saying. Yeah, we're working. <laughs> we're working on those. But you know, we we went and kind of rearranged a, a, one of the flat walls in our home, and it's really powerful when you actually see them all collectively together. together. Yeah, we're up to. I think our official count is up to eleven now. Uh, one of them is in transit and on its way, but. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have we do have a bit of James <laughs> Flames fandom here in our home. I think it is because of that positivity and those emotions that it conveys. The style mm-hmm. they're all different. They 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 don't you know um, repeat in a way. Each one of them tells a different story, mm-hmm. a unique story, a fascinating use of colors. Um, we have a fair mixture of regular print editions or regular show yeah. editions. Artist editions and foils. Yeah. Um, we're fortunate enough to have, you know, a show edition foil, a couple artist edition foils. So just an yeah. interesting mix of the types of variants you can pick up. James Flames did do a song series. We can talk about that in the future. Yeah. Um, it, just really incredible work. Um, yeah. And I would say, if you're listening to this podcast, if you're new to the poster collecting game, and maybe you're not a fan of Uh, a particular band in the way that you would want to display it in your Mm -hmm. home. That's okay. But if you're checking out James Flames works, 
I would encourage you to say, take a look at some of his prints that he does that are not affiliated with bands. Oh, yeah. Because it's that same amazing, whimsical, storytelling, yeah. um, sort of feeling of adventure and positivity that you can get from that, Absolutely. right? Because it just doesn't have a band name slapped on it. But, one of um, the other, speaking of band names, one of the other things that we like to talk about is the typography of the logo of the band. Yes. And, you know, right now we're in our, we're in our poster music podcast bourbon room room plant room yes (laughs) this room holds a lot of significance uh our for our former dining room and i think that might also be just another quick conversation down the road about transitioning spaces in your home i uh, love home interior design i did a little stint of it for a little bit as a job back in the day uh but one of the things that you know we look at is the typography and so right now we're in the room we this is we currently have two well three mm-hmm. james flames in this room right now and i'm looking at the the three different ways that james has um done the band name and they're all different yes this one on the raleigh piece is really interesting um it's almost like neon sign um looks a little bit like licorice almost like candy oh. um that says the dave matthews band across the top of the piece mm-hmm. in sort of um a, a, a slightly bubbly uh lettering that's done in red with mm-hmm. sort of a white um it's accent line tucked into some of the it, tree yeah it kind of goes straight across or almost slightly arches across those two oak trees at the top so yeah. you kind of end up with this coloring of that golden hour of sunset that Erica was talking about with these beautiful large uh, two oak trees that have some blues and greens Mm -hmm. to the leaves. Right, as the sun is setting, you're getting this little darker nighttime color scheme to it. And it's almost like the neon sign of the Dave Matthews band Mm. clicks on. Oh, I love that. Well, we talked about this also in in past... podcast is about the concept of symmetry and balance Mm -hmm. this is a very balanced it's not symmetrical but it's very balanced you've got you know the arc of the bridge you've got the two trees on either side you've got five and five people kind of on either side of the and then these two hills that disappear into this cloud mist yeah at the bottom which is really really cool um, it almost, if you look, if you actually put your hand and sort of miss the bridge part, the bottom reminds me of pictures you would see from the Blue Ridge Mountains Yep. where when the sun is setting and the mist is over the, the tops of the, these rolling Blue Ridge Mountain Hills. And again, they're called the Blue Ridge Mountains out there because at certain times of the day, they look blue. Yeah. That's why they're, that's why they're and called that. You do get a little bit of that in the mm-hmm. coloring of sort of like yep. behind those clouds yep. where those kind of mountains would be. Exactly. And I just kind of almost look at it as like, these are just the rolling hills and the, these, you know, beautiful, um, just Blue Ridge Mountain treetops that roll from, you know, Western Carolina and they, you know, go up to Virginia and West Virginia. And it's just... Again, we talk about sometimes posters have direct correlations to the locations and sometimes they don't seem to have any correlation whatsoever. Uh, but this one, again... I think this one does. City of Oaks, Blue Ridge Mountains, James Flames is a North Carolina artist. Um, and I wanted to just mention, too, you know, a little bit about the the individual characters that he's put in this piece. Again, front and center, we have 10 uh, people that look like friends, they look like fans, they look like happy-go-lucky folks. Um, Erica and I have 
uh, I think unintentionally slash somewhat intentionally tried to come up with a, a cool name that ties to a Dave Matthews mm-hmm. band lyric for each episode so far. Um, and today's title is my yellow flame. She dances. It's a little bit of a play on words. That's a lyric from the song tripping billies. Mm-hmm. And obviously the artist's name, James flames. So hence the name of today's episode. <laughs> but, I, but I also want to point out that when I see these uh, characters that James has done, yeah. again, 10 people sitting across the bridge, some of them holding stars, other holding guitars, flowers in the air. One of the things that comes to mind is another lyric from that song, Tripping Billies, um, where Dave Matthews sings, uh, why would you care to get out of this place? You and me and all our friends, such a happy human race. Mm-hmm. And I see these folks on this bridge and that's exactly yeah. what it brings to my mind. It's these folks that are just happy and joyful to be together, sharing an experience of, you know, music and outdoors, right? Yeah. Which is that summer concert experience. You're in an outdoor venue, crowding in with your friends. People are, you know, feeling, I think, uh, generally hopeful and optimistic and enjoying an experience together. And, well, specifically um, with this particular poster, I think, you know, for a long time, you know, we tried to stay optimistic during the pandemic. We talked a little bit about Dave doing the drive-ins and, and these live at homes, and that brought us so much joy and hope. And coming back off of, you know, the heels of, of all of the, the things that had happened, you know, not just the pandemic, but, you know, socially and, and justice and all these things, you coming back that we were able to come together collectively yeah. to experience something that is only happening at that moment in time. And that's, I think what one of the unique things we love most about Dave Matthews band is that, and this is why you can go on tour with the band and you can go to every show that they play and never hear the same set list. Mm -hmm. And that's a unique thing from, from an artist perspective, from music perspective, you know, we've been to lots of other concerts. Dave consistently is one of those ones where if you look at the set lists, they're unique and, and it's something people chase. They chase songs, they chase, liberation songs and set lists and we have this really cool app well we have that app the hub Mm -hmm. from is it who's that ants marching yeah antsmarching.org is the original website yeah they've they've done the app that's called the hub i'm relatively new to it but you can log all of your shows and then it tracks the songs that you've heard and Mm -hmm. you know from i've heard all of this album or i haven't heard all of this album and it's you know, it's a fun game to play, you know, and I remember one time before I joined it, I thought to my, I said to Mike, I think something to the extent of like, it just seems like it's coming from a place of lack, like I haven't seen it. And Mike had a really good way of explaining it was it's not about, oh, I haven't seen this, so I'm disappointed. It was uh, the opposite. It was, look at all I've gotten to experience. Right. And what would be cool to be able to hear these other things, but it's also an appreciation for what you have had. That's right. Not what you're missing. I don't, yeah, I don't chase songs, um, to, to have a mindset of scarcity, right? Instead, I look at it that I track the songs that I've heard again through that fantastic Mm -hmm. (laughs) app that is the DMB hub app. You can find it in the app store, um, it's kind of an orange button that says DMB hub. Um, and it's a fantastic tool to track the shows that you've been yep. to, 
look at a set list in real time yeah. as it's happening if you're yep. not at that show. Mm-hmm. They have a set list game where you get to make picks and try your hand at yep. guessing what the band's going to play and you get points. But um, the the tracking for me is not about scarcity. It's not about, man, I haven't heard Let You Down, which is one of the ones I am chasing. <laughs> it's a look how many songs I've heard over how many years that really just calls attention to me to underscore, you know, this is the the, the level or this, yeah, yeah the depth of of meaningfulness yeah. that this band has had and impact it's had on my life, um, and it's a feeling of gratitude when I look back at that to say I feel really lucky, fortunate, mm-hmm. um, blessed to have been able to to see the band so many times yeah. and experience so many different songs and in different ways too right and in different ways yep. and then the other side of that is again not to focus on i haven't heard let you down or number 34 would love to hear those live <laughs> someday um but being self-aware that yeah. i have not yet so that when that moment happens mm-hmm. i'm extra prepared for it i know the level of impact it's going to have how special on me, it is. how special yeah. it will be. And that will let me appreciate yeah. it all the more. Yeah. That's a total side tangent, but, no. um, but I, I think, think an important one to talk about in the fandom. Yeah. Well, and I, we talked about how this podcast is about that intersection between art and music. That's right. And there is, when you talk about posters, gig posters, again, not only is it a beautiful art image that we get to Bring home, put on our walls or, you know, however you like to store them, keep them. Um, But it's also, it's a souvenir and it goes to me saying, hey, I experienced something really special at that particular show. Do I look at all of our posters and and say that? No, because we have posters from venues and shows that we didn't go to, but because we love the artist or whatnot, or a friend got it for us. And there's also stories tied to that as well. But like I said at the beginning of this podcast, this one is extra special just because, again, the energy that I have that's tied to that particular event that we went to, that's this print, having it with you mm-hmm. together, um, it, it's its beyond special. It's one of those core memories that's like it's locked there. in there. Yeah. It's, it's core. Well, I also want to point out that this is an example, this piece that we are reviewing today. Mm-hmm. Again, James Flames for the Dave Matthews Band, July 23, 2021. <laughs> um, this was our first piece by James Flames. It was really our introduction to him as an artist. Yes. So from that angle, just want to take a second to explore that you could be going to see a band that you love. Maybe it's Billy Strings, maybe it's Widespread Panic, mm-hmm. and you're picking up the gig poster as a souvenir that night. Right. And it's an artist you've never really seen or paid attention to before because you've just been busy with life. Um, That was our experience with this James Slames piece. We were just unaware and we get the piece as a souvenir from the show. We put it up in our home and we walk by it every day and it's like, man, what, what a fun piece Mm -hmm. this is. How great it makes me feel just the feeling of happiness, joy to see it. And now all of a sudden you get into this realization of, Oh, wow. It's not just the band that I love. I really admire, appreciate, and and becoming extremely fond and then falling in yes. love and completely down the rabbit hole. <laughs> With this artist, James Flames, I want to know more about him, his yeah. other works, yep. his other pieces. And then before you know it, two years later, boom, you own 11 of his posters and you're hawking other ones and looking <laughs> at them and saying, 
what, what is it about this piece that, that makes me feel like I need this one in my home? Yeah. Well, it's different. It, it brings this emotion. That's right. Okay. It's a, it's a good opportunity. Let's snag it. Um, and I would say that, you know, if that, if that artist makes you feel that way, that to me is what art is all about. It strikes a chord in you mm-hmm. that, that you haven't really felt before. Certainly that's, that's the way I feel about James Flames and his works. Yeah. We talked a little bit about that on the Miles Sang piece, yep. uh, same feeling, you know, different, um, way that it kind of presents itself, but it's a, just a, you see those and you know, they're Miles yeah. Sang, you see these, you know, they're James Flames and they are, um, positive feelings that, that are, that are driven from that experience. Yeah. So if you are interested in, in following James Flames, like I said, you go to James Flames website, sign up for his newsletter. He gives, you know, a much more detailed um, explanation of art that he's done. He does these really cool handwritten notes. So it's not emails. They're like pictures of him writing these notes. It's really cool. He'll have all of the artist proof drops, notes, updates through that. So like I said, go ahead and and sign up and follow him. Um, Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and, you know, we'll hopefully be able to share more. James Flames, hopefully he's got some more in the works for the band and some other bands. I know I just picked up a Tedeschi Trucks one from their Atlanta show because I loved that image so much. And uh, we love Tedeschi Trucks. So that made a lot of sense for it me did. to get that. Oops, I accidentally bought another James Flames. Um, but we really hope that you guys have enjoyed this uh, little artist uh, intro, mini deep dive into one of our... Uh, favorite and first James Flames pieces. Thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.